Welcome to Play One on Sin. Tonight you have myself, Tom. I'm here with Nathan, Beck, and sadly our co-host, Zach, wasn't able to record with us tonight, but we do have our producer, Jacob, with us here today. Say hi, everyone. Hello, hi, everyone. everyone. Hi, everyone. Thank you, in honor of Zach. It's quite beautiful. <laughs> Remember to check us out on our socials, uh, at Player One Sin on Twitter, Instagram, it's player one on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And today, well, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. This has been a great week for news. We got a bunch. Uh, we're going to talk about some Terraria, some Ratchet and Clank, and you know, maybe we'll share our mind on uh, some little games we've been playing. Make sure to listen because we have Blastman theme from Mega Man Eleven coming up next. We got a bunch of news to talk about. Beck, do you want to tell us about that? Oh boy. So we are, we're going to bring some rapid fire news to you right now. And it is a, a big week for uh, rapid fire news. So let me just get started. We'll dive right in. PlayStation has teamed up with Discord. PlayStation made a minority investment in Discord, saying the companies are already hard at work connecting Discord with your social and gaming experience on PlayStation Network. Hitman Devs, IO Interactive are, are rumored to be partnering with Xbox Game Studios, studios on a brand new fantasy-themed AAA game that involves dragons. However, it is allegedly years away. Isn't that just the way it goes? Among Us is coming to PS4 and PS5 with exclusive Ratchet and Clank cosmetics and full cross-play support. Microsoft has announced that Halo Infinite will support cross-play and cross-progression across PC, Series X slash S, and Xbox One. According to game devs, the PS5 is the most interesting console to develop for. Sony CFO Hiroki Toki has noted in an earnings call that the company plans to increase development personnel and other costs in our in-house studios by approximately 183 million year on year, meaning that Sony will be aggressively investing in first-party studios and third-party exclusives. The PS5 is outpacing sales of the PS4. That's kind of to hard to... <laughs> that's kind of hard to, you know, um, accept since, you know, you can't there's find no, any yeah. anywhere. Yeah, there's no... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's definitely, yes. <clears throat> According to Naughty Dog's Neil Druckmann, the Last of Us movie fell apart because it was too action-focused. 
Um, after the appearance of Titanfall-centric content in Apex Legends in recent 75% off sale, Titanfall 2's player base skyrocketed by 650% in two days. What's 650% of, like, one guy? Because... <laughs> that, that'd be, like, 6.5 people. Yeah, okay, wow. Well, congratulations to all 6.5 of you who are really invested in Titanfall 2. Um the Last of Us Part 3 has a story outline. However, it isn't in development. Okay. A leaked document has shown that EA has been pushing people to loot boxes in FIFA. However, EA has denied this. Uh, oh, Super, EA. Mario Par- <laughs> Super Mario Party has gotten an online mode. GameStop is opening a facility to help transform the company into an online store. We could see EB Games follow suit. Mm. Sony will integrate Discord with PlayStation Network in 2022 as part of a brand new partnership. Epic Games paid Gearbox Software $146 million to secure Borderlands 3 as an Epic Games Store exclusive for six months. And finally, and this is my favorite news for the week. Are you ready? New Fortnite skins have been leaked in the Epic in Epic Games um, the Apple trial. They include Naruto from Naruto, The Rock from Being the Rock, LeBron James, Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, John McClane from Die Hard, The Bride from Kill Bill, Batman. Looper, Snake Plissken from Escape from New York, and Samus Aran from Metroid. What a list of like crossover things. The Rock is a surprising one. And there's like Kill Bill, Die Hard, and Escape from New York. Who are they advertising this to? Kids don't know who John McClane is. They don't know who the bride is. I I mean I hope they don't know who the bride is because that uh, that movie is not suitable for children to watch. Um, <laughs> I would like to see Lady Gaga in um, a in a battle to the death with Batman. I don't know or Snake Plissken from Escape. Why Snake Plissken from Escape from New York? That's another really weird one. I love that film, but like I don't know. well that. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna take us to the new releases now, Nathan? To like yes, yes, I cleanse? will. All right, Monster Harvest May thirteenth on PC and Switch. Assassin's Creed Valhalla: Wrath of the Druids on May thirteenth PC, PS five, Xbox Series X and S, PS four, Xbox One, and Stadia. Ring the Stadia bell, ding ding ding. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition May fourteenth, uh, PS four, PS five, Xbox One. Xbox Series XS and PC. Uh, Subnautica, May 14th on Switch. Uh, Subnautica Below Zero, May 14th on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, PC and Switch. Uh, Famicom Detective Club, May 14th on Switch. Days Gone, May 18th on PC. And Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Dry Twice, May 18th on Xbox One. PS4 and the Switch. Woo. Confused. Woo. I mean, 
It amazes me that the Leisure Suit Larry franchise is still a franchise. How much of yes. that is owed to Game Grumps at this point? <laughs> because I swear <laughs> to God. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I don't think it's picking up any new fans nowadays, but um, we might pick up a new couple of new fans with our next song. It's one chosen by um, our previous uh, producer, Connor himself, and this might sound about right if you listened to last year. This is Satellite by Rise Against, here on Player One on Sin. That was Right Here by Partner Look. That was part of our uh, Sunday Sweet Sweet 16 playlist here on Sin. Please check that out. You are listening to Player One with Beck, Tom, and Nathan. And it is that time of the year, day, week, moment, (laughs) second, uh, where we discuss what we have been consuming recently when it comes to games of the videoed nature. Nathan, what you been playing? Uh, this is going to be a boring like answer, but I've been playing some more Minecraft and I've been looking into more Satisfactory, which is a cool little um, game where you automate factories and get all this stuff from automation and you build stuff and just make giant factories. It's really cool. Um, I'm hoping to maybe get it soon. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Factorio, but in 3D, which is really cool. Um, yeah. What about you, Beck? Well, uh, if you've been following my computer related adventures, you'll know that I do not current, I am a PC gamer, sort of like devoid of a PC at the moment. And because of that, I've usually been playing like, fairly simple to run games uh, like you know revisiting early fallout games or recently monster crown but this week um one of my friends made a suggestion in the group chat uh that we have that we should hey guys remember when we used to play team fortress 2 together like a million years ago what if we like booted it up for fun for funsies so i'm just like well i'm sure this little notebook computer with no graphics card, can run Team Fortress 2. And it could. It could. So we we sort of, like, I was forced to grapple, I think, with the realisation that nobody plays Team Fortress 2 and that every single... Firstly, I hadn't started that game in five years. So when I started it again, I didn't recognise the interface because it's changed. And now you can have levels in it? That's new to me. That didn't used to exist. Um, and so I'm just like, all right, you know what? I, I cannot deal with like this matchmaking, whatever it is thing. Where's the serverless? I finally found where the serverless was hidden in their new, more user-friendly and less Beck-friendly interface um, and discovered that the only people who play Team Fortress 2 are doing it to participate in the weird Valve item economy um, that's going on. If you don't know anything about that, for some reason, um, Team Fortress 2, despite being a game that's not super popular anymore, the items in it are worth money and people farm them for money to participate in a strange economy that I can't explain. Anyway, anyway, we eventually found like one or two servers without people, with people on them, with real people that weren't idling for cash money. Um, and they kept inviting, they kept auto inviting me to their like Discord and like logging me out of the game. So that was like fun, I guess, to have to like tab back in every eight seconds. We eventually did a like a man versus machine. Uh, and I will probably never play Team Fortress 2 again in my life now. Um, because you know, turns out that 
all the servers are in America again because no one plays in Australia anymore. And I had like 20,000 ping. It didn't really, it didn't really connect for me. So also, also it made me profoundly sad because it reminded me of being a teenager. On to you, Tom. How's it? What have you been playing? Well, I love multiplayer games. You know, I was a bit of a TF2 nerd myself in the, in the past but, you know i wasn't really grinding out those those buds and trying to get the keys and so on i actually um i've moved on i've been playing a lot of uh, apex again <laughs> the new update came out uh on wednesday and it's been a whole bunch of fun there's a bow and arrow now and i can't do archery in real life so being able to do it in a video game is very satisfying you know it brings out some like internal cave boy stuff in me and it, <laughs> i've been trying to take myself away from my computer to do study better but then i bought bloons tower defense 6 on my phone and uh <laughs> yeah that's made it a lot harder but i'm really good so it's fine i'm gonna get a degree in in monkeys and darts and maybe even some balloons one day uh but one thing there was a sale on the switch a while back and i bought hollow knight but i, I didn't really play it much uh, so I decided, you know, that's a game that everyone loves. I'm going to go play Hollow Knight. And it is really hard, guys. <laughs> Why is it so hard? I, I can't do, I can't play with the joysticks. Too many years of sitting behind a PC and like enjoying its nice cover art on the, oh, I just can't, <laughs> I can't do it. But, you know, it it's going to come to me. I, I think it'll be worth putting in the yards. And I think... I think that'll give us right into um into our next part. I've just been speaking my mind for a bit, just like the Delirious with their song "Speak Your Mind" by the Delirious. That's coming up next. Following that is "Alien" by Abby Bella May. That's on Sin's Sunday Sweet Sixteen playlist. You're listening to Play One on Sin. That was "Alien" by Abby Bella May from the Sweet Sixteen playlist. You're listening to. Uh, Player one on sin with Nathan Beck and Tom. Say hello. Hello. How you doing? I bet you said something at home in the radio. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Um, So this segment is uh, Terraria is 10 years old on the 16th. Um, Yeah. What do we think about Terraria, guys? Um, I, personally, I think it's a cool game. It's very crazy when you're finding the bosses. The bosses are just crazy hard and just mm. the, just kill me, please. <laughs> <laughs> the bosses are just so hard. But the the items are all wacky and cool and, like, it's fun. It's like Minecraft, but 2D. What, what's not to love? Ugh. That's rough. Minecraft but 2D. Any Terraria stands out there, including myself, <laughs> will know that that, oh, that hurt to hear. Yeah, honestly, Terraria is <laughs> a lot more than Minecraft. It's a lot more. Minecraft is Terraria, but bad, but 3D. Terraria has a lot of fun memories with me. I have about 500 hours in Terraria now. And I remember I first got it on an iPad and I just grinded it out. I didn't like maths until I played that game. You know, there's like min-maxing. I didn't even know it was a thing until this game came to me. And I would like stay up late every night and I would like look at the wikis and take down numbers and stuff. And to anyone in the audience who plays Terraria, Tank is the best class, by the way. Just a heads up. 
it's the best in the game and it will forever be the best but that that's one thing as well terraria is 10 years old and it had its final update recently and i think i'm at peace with that i really it's been something that contributed a lot to why i enjoy gaming now and i'm very happy that we got the content that we got out of it it's uh, I, don't, I don't i don't think i think we need more games that are like large-scale grindy kind of continuations of themselves they keep like I don't know. There's a certain flow to Terraria that I really, really enjoy that I think not many other games have. It's a bit unique. Yeah, I think um, I think that's a really good point. So I've also played a lot of Terraria, definitely several hundred hours, maybe not five. So you probably win in that regard. And I haven't played it in a while. Um, but I think that it is a bit of a disservice to call Terraria like 2D Minecraft because I think that was sort of like the way it was first described to me like a bajillion years ago before I knew what it was. But I actually think Terraria is better than Minecraft. Uh, do not tell the children, please. I'd, I'd like to live and stay alive. But um, I, I always had a lot more fun with Terraria than Minecraft. And I especially liked there's like a lot of things that Terraria did well. I kind of liked how um, it it handled like scarcity of materials in world or like per save file, like your save file has this area or instead that area. Um, I thought that that was really good because it made playthroughs kind of like unique from each other. I also found the bosses to be ridiculously hard, but it was a rewarding experience to team up with like a bunch of your friends and I remember when I played Terraria a lot um we called the that little like music that plays when you're like underground um like underground techno like when you're underground but not very deep in the regular green area and we're just like up oh, underground techno again but I think my most distinct memory with Terraria is uh that I was on the difficulty where if you like died you um you didn't lose all of your stuff you just lost some money and the person i was playing with was on the difficulty where you lost everything and we were in uh hell because you can go to hell in the game to be unfamiliar and they fell and dropped all their stuff into the lava and died and um, they had like this was quite late stage in the game so they had some like pretty powerful weapons on them and some stuff that like we had gotten from our adventures that was not easy to get back or like replicate and um i just remember hearing like the most powerful rage quit like the most like whatever and I built myself I was down there and I couldn't get to it and I like built myself a little thing and I was hiding I'm like come on no it's still there it hasn't despawned yet it went away there was no way to get it it was gone like all of the Um, progress was gone so thank you Terraria for being ruthless uh and you know what no weird segues please enjoy the overworld day theme from terraria not quite underground techno but still pretty good you're listening to player one on sin bad juju from sin's sweet 16 album uh you're listening to player one on sin with me nathan as well as beck and tom um right now we're talking about pre-order bonuses are they worth it what are the best ones? What are the worst ones? Um, I'm going to chip in and say, I'm not sure if they're worth it. Like, I, I don't think they're worth it in this country in speci- like in specific, like, because like everything in Australia is like 
10 times the price that it is in other countries. Um, but my favourite things that are added in pre-order bonuses are definitely statues. I love collecting statues and pre-order bonuses with statues are always amazing. That's cool. Well, okay, so pre-order bonuses, firstly, I just want to get this one in here. They are not worth it unless you are some sort of like ultra collector and your like life goal is to have a near perfect mint condition collection of everything, including like, you know, games you've never even opened because that's your thing. And if that's your thing, well, fair enough. I'm glad you have that much disposable income. Good for you. Uh, but you know, what, what, what is the worst thing about this whole like pre-order bonus thing is that it's starting this real trend where companies will like produce these complex multi like different tiers of packs that require like actual charts to work out which version you're buying. Nothing fun should make me think that hard. Illegal. Um, terrible. <laughs> bad but i will say um some of the god there have been some interesting ones over the years haven't there i remember that uh resident evil 5 had a had a snow globe as a pre-order bonus and like resident evil 5 if you don't know is like a game set in a desert area there is no snow it is not a snowy game and the snow globe was like sand as well so i guess it was a sand globe and i don't know why anyone would have wanted that and my Look, my absolute favorite uh, pre-order bonus creature creature is um, I cannot remember for the life of me which one it was, but there was a Call of Duty canteen that wasn't a canteen. And I think I've mentioned this maybe on a very like um, an older episode of Player One, but it was basically solid metal. So you get this like army looking canteen thing in a box <laughs> and pre-ordering your game, but it was not anything that could hold water. It was like a lump of metal with a lid with like Call of Duty written on the front. Uh, pre-order this game, I guess. Uh, so that's that's how I feel about that. How about you, Tom? Yeah. I um I I have love and hate for pre-order bonuses. There is room for them, uh, especially when you're such a, a big fan of a big series like Doom, and you manage to pre-order a hard physical copy of Doom Eternal with like the big bundle, and you get all the game and all the DLC, and you get a copy of the soundtrack. And I live life by binary systems, you know, zero and one. But for me, it's you own the soundtrack of Doom Eternal, or you don't. And that's the perfect class system. And I'm just worse than the people who do own it. I'm just a lesser person than them. And that's, it's really, there's great examples though of, uh, I think, in-game content where you can get from pre-order bonuses where stuff like, I loved in Borderlands 3, you get some crazy guns and stuff. And that whole game is just crazy guns. So you jump in, it's like, oh my God, I already have the crazy stuff. So I can have so much fun with this. Uh, but there's a lot of games and I prob I can't, have a direct example here but i have all assassin's creed games in my notes <laughs> and it's just random cosmetics <laughs> and like an additional uh, collection in your uh collection set i <laughs> but my favorite of all was when i was a kid i pre-ordered pokemon platinum when my parents did for me and it came with a giratina figurine and i still have it to this day it's it, it just meant something to me as a child maybe that's where pre-order bonuses should be you just get little toys with your games and that's really fun but um yeah um i just want to say one more thing um um 
So, oh, God, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> oh, God, I was thinking of it this whole time. And my, it's, like, it's all right. It's all right. Were you going to say that Moasis by Mbeat and Sega Sound Team is our next song? And yes, then after that totally. is Your Drugs on Computers by Coconut Cream. That's with Sin Sweet 16. We also played that song on my own show that I produced with Sin called Hypothetically Speaking. That's on tomorrow night, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Right now, right now you're listening to Player One and we're on Sin. Coconut Cream, part of Sin's Sunday Sweet Sweet 16 playlist. You are listening to Player One on Sin. Howdy. Uh, this is Beck. We've also got Tom and Nathan right here. Uh, don't forget to check us out on social media, the cowpokes. That's at Player One Sin on Instagram and Twitter, and Player One on Omni slash Apple Podcasts slash Google Podcasts slash Spotify. Don't forget to stay tuned because we got Jacob's special quiz coming up. Howdy. And then after that, we're going to take a talking. Too about Star Wars Day because you can leave the Sith to water, but you can't make him not kill you, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, please keep that dial locked and uh, tell your family to listen to us, I guess, because our next song is Prison Lane Theme from Sonic Adventure 2. That's right, player one on sin. You just heard. Break My Fall by Oceans, part of our Sweet 16. Um, you can, of course, check that out on sin.org.au, or you could just listen to the Sweet 16 uh, show. Either either. Definitely check it out, though. And we're going to break the bit of a um, fast-paced fall that we've had, not falling in a bad way, but just very quickly going fast. That didn't work like I wanted it to. Anyway, we're going to go straight into the <laughs> quiz. And this week, we're actually promised to have a new winner. Um, because Zach is not here. Of course, Zach has gone undefeated in the quiz. Um, guys, any any confidence? Who's um, anyone have any no confidence. confidence? Well, no confidence? last time the answers I did know were mostly stolen by Zach saying his name faster than me. So I feel like without him here, maybe I can say my name fast. Yeah, I believe in the ping. I've, I've prayed to my NBN. Since last week, so that my name comes up faster than everybody else's, and I'm I'm standing up and ready. Oh boy! My oh arms boy. About. Well, I will just quickly update everyone who hasn't heard the rules of the quiz. How this works is I'll ask a question. I have ten questions. The contestants here will buzz in with their name, uh, and the first one to buzz in, or the first one that I hear buzz in, will get the chance to answer. If they get it right, they get a point. If they don't, well, too bad. Uh, and we're going to go straight into it with. An interesting question and a very niche question. How many Yakuza games are there? Nathan? I heard Tom first. That was close, though. Or Okay, five. Five? No. Nathan? I was going to say three. No. Beck, do you want to throw a number? Uh, Is it four? No, there are eight. (laughs) You guys were nowhere near it. And... (laughs) I've got a bit of a series of questions coming up here, uh, somewhat related to each other. So I'm going to start with, who is the oldest character in Super Smash Bros. uh, chronologically? Who appeared first? Tom. Nathan. Tom. Yoshi? 
What do we base no. it off of? That's a weird way to say it, right? Chronologically. So which game came out Wait. first? Which game? Oh, oh what? Okay, Perfect. I thought it was like character. Okay, yeah. Oh, I, I, I can give you another shot there if you like, because you didn't understand. Uh, no, 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 no. I failed. It's okay. Back, back. I respect. Okay, I'm going to embarrass myself by getting it wrong. Is it Donkey Kong? No, it's not. Damn. Nathan? Uh, I was going to say Mario, but that's probably wrong as well. Okay, Damn. well, now that one's got it. Tom. Wait, what? Tom, right? sure. Yeah, Mr. Gamer Watch, right? Yes, it is. Interestingly, oh, what? only by two months. Pac-Man <laughs> released two months later. It was very close. Uh, and we're going to go to the exact opposite end of that spectrum. Who's the newest character chronologically? Nathan? Nathan? Is it Steve? Minecraft Steve? No, Steve, but dates back to uh, 2009. Oh, no. Tom? Oh, no. I... Tom? Probably a fire Joker? <laughs> No, 2016. Beck? Look, I feel like it's probably one of those 100,000 Fire Emblem characters, but I don't know anything about Fire Emblem, so I can't answer this question. Unless there's something newer, in what which the- case I just don't oh, know. Shit, I'm dead, I'm dead. It's the, the, the punchy one, right? Oh, uh, I'm going to give Beck half a point because she said uh, Fire Emblem, and it is Byleth. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Fire Emblem Three Houses released in 2019. It is the newest game to be represented with a character in Smash. Uh, and moving on to a series that, Beck, I hear you're pretty uh, well-versed in, Fallout. Which celebrity voices James, your father, in Fallout 3? Beck? Beck? Um, okay, I do know who this is, but I'm really bad at remembering celebrity names, but I know who it is, and I'm going to get it wrong. Uh What's his name? Is it? Oh, God. What's his name? I know who he is. Three seconds. Give me three seconds and then you can hand it to somebody else. It's, um... What's his name? No, I can't do it. I know who it is, but I'm just bad at names. You're going to kick yourself for this one. Tom? I am. Nathan? Uh... I'm going to say Dwayne. Back, back. I know what it is. To... <laughs> All right, back. It's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That would be cool. Is it Liam Neeson? If I mess this yes, up again, it is Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson is your dad. Um... <gasps> Crazy. <laughs> Happy to let you guys know, and that goes to everyone on radio. Um, also, keeping it Fallout Three. What is the number vault you start in in Fallout oh, Three? Tom. One hundred and one. Correct. And we're going to move away from Fallout 3. We're going to move to a very different game, actually. So Final Fantasy X is pretty well known for one super infamous moment. What is that moment? Beck? Beck? Is it the laughing scene? Is that what we're talking about? It is the laughing scene. And I hope that the editor puts in a clip from that right here. Thank you. Uh, And we're going to move a little bit on to uh, an old game that had a bit of information not too long ago, actually. Uh, So what was the name of the game that Star... uh, Sorry, that became Star Fox Adventures? What was it called before Star Fox Adventures? No idea. (laughs) No idea. Okay. That's interesting. It is called Dinosaur Planet. Okay. I had heard that before, but I wouldn't have gotten it. And of yeah. course, Star Fox Adventures appeared on the GameCube. So this is a GameCube-based question. What was the code name 
for the GameCube before release? Oh, the brick. <laughs> I the <don't> brick. <laughs> I like that. It isn't. It's the dolphin. Uh, that would be that's okay. part of the reason why a lot of uh, GameCube centric first party games had dolphins or very beach life um, scenes in them. It was a callback to the dolphin name. Uh, of course, today, uh, sorry, last week even was May the Fourth, Star Wars Day. Uh, so, what's the best selling Star Wars game of all time? Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh. Um, see, best selling is hard. I know that like Knights of the Old Republic is like a fan favorite, but this is a complete guess. Is the best selling something like Lego Star Wars because it seems like it would be something stupid like that? <laughs> it's not. You're both wrong, actually. Knights of the Old Republic is super niche, and the Lego games have never sold as well as some AAA games. Tom. Oh, I know. I Tom? know. Uh, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. No, that's second most selling. The first most selling. Nathan. Oh, okay, sure. Nathan? I'm going to say, is it um, Battlefront, the original Battlefront? It isn't. It's the remake in 2015. Uh, when that was renamed. Oh, how could that trash? So, so much traction. And we're going to go to our last question here. Uh, bring it up a little bit. And I think we could have uh, a win from you, Beck, actually. Um, so... Oh, very, very recently, the Queen decided to sell her Nintendo Wii. Now, what is special <laughs> about her Nintendo Wii? Uh, Beck? Does it have, like, the royal insignia on it? I need to know this. No. Tom? Uh, it was gifted to her by... Uh, I'm going to say Reggie of Nintendo America, sure. It was <laughs> gifted, but not by Reggie. Nathan, do you want to take a shot in the dark? Uh, I'm gonna say it was gifted to her by Hideo, uh, by Hideo Kojima. No, hell of you fun. Interesting uh, choice. It was gifted, but it was gifted by THQ of all companies, and it was a mm. PR stunt uh, for the game okay. Big Family Games. What makes it special is it is coated in 24 karat gold. Because oh, yes, you can't be rich cool. and not have an, uh, a special Wii. Great. And I believe our winner is Beck this week. It is. Hello. Uh, half a point. Finally, Damn. I've won. I was going to say, surely half a point for guessing the gifted, but you know, I was, uh, I'll let Beck have the spotlight. How many points were you on? <laughs> I'm on two I and had, a half, I think. Yeah, I'm on two. Oh, half a point. Tied, but... See, <laughs> it, a win is a win. A win is a win. So we will go into next week with maybe uh, maybe the confidence to take over Zach, maybe knock him down a peg. We will see. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think that he is much better at yelling his name than I am. So I think that I will always lose. But I am happy to be here. And you know what else I am happy to do? Ooh, Row that? you to the next amazing song. Boy, Super Metroid, a symphonic poem by the Crouch End Festival Chorus and the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Now that's royal, I guess. That was Say To Me by Somber Hills from Sin's Sweet 16 playlist. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Nathan, Tom and Beck. And um, today is May the 5th when we are recording this show. It'll be a bit later for those of you listening right now. So yesterday was May the 4th, which as most people would know is 
International Star Wars Day. So we're going to be talking about all the amazing and not so amazing um, Star Wars games that have came out um, just throughout the years. Um, I'm going to start off with one that was amazing and I have. Um, it's Star Wars. Oh, <coughs> Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is amazing. And also, um, I need to find the name of this one. I have it in my um, in my library, oh, um, but I can't remember the name. I'm sure it's <laughs> for some great reason. It is. Um, <laughs> while you're, while you're uh, remembering the name, I might just jump in here and say I've got such fond memories of playing Lego Star Wars when I was a child, like with at my friend's house and everything, and then revisiting it on PC and realizing that everything that I loved on PS2 handles very badly on the PC <laughs> as an older teenager. Um, look, when it comes to Star Wars, I think in terms of Star Wars games, my fondest memories are doing that sort of like Knights of the Old Republic niche fan too cool for school. I only like games that only three other people know about things that I do. I'm not that, <laughs> not that like only three people know about Knights of the Old Republic, but let's face it, that one is a, that's a kind of a, a niche love and it is basically proto mass effect um it really is like it's extremely yes. proto mass effect and that's fine and good um i think that oh gosh you know what i loved uh even though it's terrible sorry sorry if there are any jedi academy fans out there or whatever it's called but that game the lightning looks like spaghetti. Uh, I be, I haven't actually gone through the game as like the bad guy. Like you can choose to be good or evil towards the end or whatever. And I think I was told by a classmate in high school that the evil ending involves you like taking the scepter and then just sort of flying up into space. And that's it. Don't know if that's true, but unsubstantiated. I'm going to repeat this on the radio because that is a perfect <laughs> terrible ending and i want it to be true but yes i i think mm. that it's great that i could be a twi'lek that's my take yes. on that how about how about you guys what 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 are you thinking about star wars games so so um i i figured out the game that i was going to say star wars empire at war is an amazing game you got um you should try it it's actually still alive even though it's like very old it's like got tons of people modding for it and it's such an amazing game um some terrible games um the remakes of battlefront and battlefront 2 they are hot garbage <laughs> they are such hot garbage <laughs> uh that is a strong opinion to have because my opinion is also strong and would like to battle I liked them, and I still like them, and I still play them. Star Wars has a very special place in my heart. I spent a lot of money traveling to Chicago in 2019 to go to Star Wars Celebration, and that was basically the only reason I went <laughs> to America, yep. And it was totally worth it, and I'll do it all again. <laughs> I love Star Wars games. Lego games were such a, like important part of my childhood, as well as like getting to do the pod racing. Okay, Oh. It, it, like going back it is not that good but it was it was a very it was like a challenge of the soul i remember like growing up star wars games sort of got edgy with me and there was like the force unleashed when i was going through that weird emo phase and oh the force unleash is extremely campy it is on one of the like corniest games that you could play but it is still so so much fun it's like god of war 
but it's Star Wars. So it's it's better. Part of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yes. right? <laughs> so how can you think that the remakes of um, Battlefront and Battlefront 2 are any good? Like, they were pretty much only made to sell loot boxes. Uh, I like, think the first one wasn't too based off of selling loot boxes. And, like, the second one was, like, it had that feature uh, kind of put into it, especially at the start. Uh, it's fallen off a lot now. It, like, I don't think there is much involved with, with it at all now. But um, it's it was just, it was fun. You know, I got to play on my favorite, like, iconic locations. Uh, I think one thing with modern graphics and gaming is it's really, like, gone to the extreme. But these games always felt like they were grounded in that weird, like, uh, physical effects of that we had in the classic Star Wars movies, and uh, it, I don't know, they're always going to hold a special place in my heart. <laughs> Just like this next song, Sugan Isina by the Who from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Great game, great song. But following that is a an easier one to pronounce. This is Modern Life by Sunny Ism. That's on since Sweet 16, and you're listening to Player One. You are listening to Player One. That is the video game show. If you don't like video games, I guess keep listening and maybe you'll learn to like them. Uh, we are just about to discuss the PlayStation State of Play, my friends. And I just want to, I just want to like whip this out real quick. If you, um, if you didn't see that, here's what you missed Subnautica, but everything is cold now. Um, Ratchet and Clank skins for PS5 and 4, I think, Among Us. Uh, that's nice. And congratulations to Ratchet for being the last sassy animal mascot with any self-respect left, um, who is able to be in relevant games in the year 2021. I can't think, really, of any other furry little video game mascot creature with an attitude who uh manages to accrue as much respect as ratchet still does definitely not sonic can you imagine the idea of sonic the hedgehog if sonic was respected in any way Will. uh nathan what did you think of the state of play did you did you check it out uh, yeah, I checked it out a bit. I think that um, the IC bit in, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the name now. <laughs> the IC bit in Subnautica. Uh, Subnautica looks pretty cool. Um, the Ratchet and Clank looks amazing. Um, oh, my God. I'm, like, I'm not sure how I feel about the roll, wall running and the dashing yet. Like, I, I really don't know how I feel about that. But it looks really cool. I hope that um, Ratchet and this female uh, Lombax um, eventually get together and have kids and bring back the Lombax race. Um, I also hope that Ratchet gets Clank back because Ratchet is not Ratchet without Clank. (laughs) And, yeah, it looks really good. I really can't wait to just... Uh, destroy some robots and destroy all the evil people in Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, I, I'm really excited to destroy all the people, the evil people, not all the people. I'm innocent. Hands are up. Uh, all the, the evil people in Amogus. And also, I'm really, really excited for Subnautica, but the land creatures have beaks. 
we got like we got the polar bear but it's got a beak we got the the fish they got beaks too and then we got the penguins that have beaks but they're like more beak than usual they're like the pointy on the head kind of beak i'm really really kind of keen for that and among us coming to playstation it's just it's promotional material for like ratchet and clank which is going to be amazing right it's really just like hey kids we we see you like this game but you're gonna love you're going to love ratchet and clank and i am so so excited because ratchet and clank has been a staple i think in like playstation kind of culture ever since it came to the playstation 2 and i am yeah i don't know there's something about just blowing up enemies with different kinds of guns and uh dr nefarious and some lgbt representation i'm i'm really keen (laughs) it's um Um, it's oh sorry i kind of want to see captain cork being an idiot like as part of the game for some reason because Captain Cork being an idiot is a staple of the series. <laughs> That's a very, very interesting opinion. I don't think anyone has thought this. <laughs> Definitely, no, of course, of course. It's it's something we I would love to see myself as well. I am um, I'm really I don't know, Clank and Ratchet and the law, it's something I've always been super interested in. I uh, I have this whole idea where I could probably sum up every Ratchet and Clank game like as one sentence each and it would still like to all the fans out there it would make complete sense but to everyone else you know i mean the best game there's a there's a robot and she's a superstar and then there's a song that they use from her to take over the universe it's really it's like that's oh, okay cool yeah that's easy to understand right <laughs> yeah I, it's that kind of bit that brings me back to my childhood just like Tuzana. Xander Can from yeah, thank you. Xander Can from Final Fantasy X, and it's a cover by John Uth. And following that is Veil by Port. You're listening to Player One on Sim. That was Valley or Veil. Sorry, I I thought it said Valley for a second by Port. And um, I'm afraid that's all we have for this week on Player One on Sin. Um, if you want to he- um, hear more of us, we are on podcasts um, at, at where Player One on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and we're at Player One Sin on Twitter and Instagram. If anyone wants to get in touch with us, we're going to have a pretty big week next week. Going to do some cool stuff. And it's my last also- week next week. <laughs> yes, we're That's saying goodbye cool. to Beck. Yeah, oh, sad face me. emoji. Sad face emoji. <laughs> um, also, um, we're going to be having tons of reviews soon uh, up on the um, podcast. So check that out if you want to. And also the next show after this is uh, Nervous Nellies, which is uh, a kind of electronic music show that's not electronic dance. So, yeah. Um, have fun listening to that and we will actually see you next week. Um, we won't literally you were... see you. We're on the radio. Yes. Some of <laughs> us. Been... Yes. You've been listening to player one on sin with Nathan Beck and Tom. We will see you next week. Not literally. Yeah.